0: Thank you for downloading three idgits in a pod. We just have a quick announcement before we get started. Supernatural is a show that often deals with sensitive topics in a less than sensitive way. Please check the show notes for episode specific content mornings if this is concerning to you. Again, thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Thank you for downloading our podcast, Three Idgets in a Pod, a Sibling Supernatural Rewatch podcast. I am a host, Margaret Downs. I'm a host, Patricia Downs. And I'm another host, Bridget Downs. And today we are talking about Season 2, Episode 8, Crossroad Blues. But first, how are we doing today? Pretty good. Not much to report. I uh, did my homework today, my my supernatural homework. Mm -hmm. I almost went to the gym, but Mm -hmm. then decided that I didn't have time and didn't (laughs) want to (laughs) go. Well, it's the thought that counts, right? Exactly. (laughs) uh i i (laughs) do go a couple times a week and i try to i try to force myself to go a couple times a week it is hard and it's Mm -hmm. hardest in winter yeah it is so yeah that Um, sucks
1: because it's cold outside
0: yeah i don't want to i don't want to go make the effort to go and then get sweaty and then get cold again and come Mm -hmm. home at least I don't have to drive like when Steve, when Steven and I go, Stephen drives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, there there is a gym on the way home from work mm-hmm. to which I have a free membership. Oh, really? <laughs> I just haven't set it up like through work. Yeah. Wow. And because I'm a full time employee, I just have a free membership. I just haven't set it up yet. Yeah. I think I I have to go. I don't know if I have to go to the main like to their main location mm-hmm. or if I can do it there. But because there are multiple steps involved right. in me getting... Those are obstacles. Those are hurdles that you have to get through right. first to get to the end result. Right. If I get through, if I can get through all those hurdles, there will be definitely fewer hurdles. And then I, it, it will be... The, the the hurdle of going to the gym itself is still there. Yep. <laughs> but, but I pass it every day on my way home from work. So I just have to take a different turn at The roundabout. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, whoops, I'm already here. Might as well just go in and do some stretches. Well, I'm already here. Might as well. (laughs) Yeah. Is the idea. But I have to um, actually set that up. You have to actually make that turn off of the roundabout. (laughs) Well, before that, I have to set up the membership. Yeah. And get my little ID card so they can scan me in. So many many steps. So many steps. It's just hard. And also, you know, I I I teach pre-K, so I'm like I chase kids every day. Yeah, that's a lot of exercise. And and heading into winter, a lot of the outside time is me pulling a sled with four kids in it. (laughs) (laughs) And getting yelled at because I'm not going fast enough. So you know, (laughs) mush, mush, basically. And I do that for like an hour. So because you know what, kids never get bored of getting pulled in the sled. No, no, they don't. You think they're going to? They don't. Don't. they will not <laughs> because they don't understand the effort that goes into it no. it just it's fun for them <laughs> they they do understand enough uh, at, at this age that they know they don't want to do it <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> because like i'll tell the pole well, i need to take a break you guys pull each other no, no. that's not gonna fly <laughs> sorry sorry that's, <laughs> that's not gonna that's work for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's too much work i'm not gonna do that you can pull all of us thank you <laughs> You're the adult. You're the strong one. You're bigger than us. (laughs) Yeah, like I don't see why this is such an issue. (laughs) You're three
1: of us in a trench coat. I don't understand. (laughs) Vincent, um, adult man. Vincent, adult man.
0: Uh, so I'm yeah looking forward to that. We don't have we don't have the snow yet to have the slides out, but then there's also there's like a little hill. Out on the outside of the fence mm-hmm. for the, from the playground, that in, when there's enough snow, we will take them out there to sled down it. And, and, ma- and they can go sled and pull the sleds back up themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Which, l- I love sledding because it exhausts kids. Mm-hmm. T- utterly. So then they nap, right? But they, they're like, this is so much fun. They get to the bottom of the hill and, like, the, the look on their face when they turn around and realize how far yeah. they have to go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and, the, and it's just the... Oh no! no. <laughs> it's like yeah. Every time you get to the bottom of Fox Hill, you're oh like, my God. Oh my God, I gotta have to walk. I have to walk all the, walk way. All the way back up. I that's, like I want to because hill. it's fun, and I, yeah. I'm going to, you know. Yeah, but you know, like so I'm exhausting. already here, but it's exhausting. So, do remember, so much walking. Do you remember that time Josh and I went down? in a sled together. Yeah. And we hit a jump and flipped upside down. Yeah. (laughs) And it got so tangled up at the end with the rope that we had to have somebody come untangle us. Oh my god. (laughs) Like, it was, it was completely wrapped around, like, like, I could feel it against the rope against my skin. Like, it had gotten under my snow pants. Yeah. And was, like, wrapped around my leg.
1: Wow. so i could I
0: couldn't get it off but it was like around both legs and like around Josh's neck <laughs> was it like the yellow rectangular yeah. one yeah mm. like w- like his head was like through the loop. <laughs> But it was. That's <laughs> dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Could we didn't have see. Strangled. We didn't see. Well, I stopped. I when I realized I was strangling him, I stopped moving. So, but we He's didn't. Like, hey, you're but you're I, we we I, I don't I I wasn't steering, so I don't know if if we saw the jump too late <laughs> yeah. or if he steered for it. Right. I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, Josh, let us know. <laughs> Josh, email us and let us know if you remember this and if. You 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 had made us go to over that jump on purpose, <laughs> but if if you did, jokes on you because we almost died.
1: <laughs> or you almost
0: died. You did my my wall. You just dragged me down the hill with you. <laughs> oh man, I haven't been to Fox Hill forever.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's probably. Not as big as we remember. Oh, definitely. It's still, it's still, it's still probably still, big. Yeah. It's Still
0: pretty big, and it's still exhausting to walk up yeah. in the yeah. snow. In the snow, and for sure. And big
1: boots and snow, and snow pants, yeah. and...
0: and I mean, but and now, like looking back, like oh my god, Dad dragged us up that hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all <laughs> two the time. Kids. Two, kids Dude, the two kids in a sled. Two kids in a sled. Up the hill, because we wouldn't walk. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dad's always been the one dragging people around in sleds. and yeah. like, <laughs> Sometimes i like, da- yeah, dragging like dad is so much
0: stronger than you think sometimes. Yeah, and
1: dragging <laughs> people in kayaks. Yeah. And dragging
0: logs of wood and, like... Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's like I. My daughter's back smacks. Oh my god. Well, between that and the horseshoeing. Yeah. yeah. Horseshoeing will screw up your back. Yeah. Extremely screw up your back. She'll
1: get him like a massage day. I feel like he'd be too tense for that.
0: (laughs) I don't think he'd like it. He said, I'm going to leave the room. You undress to your comfort level. So I put on a sweater and a pair of corduroy pants, (laughs) and I felt safe put on more clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I put on a suit.
1: Yep. <laughs> a suit and a tie. And then I
0: left. <laughs> yeah. Stephen wanted to he he asked if I wanted to get a couples massage. He really likes getting massages. He does. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I, I was like, "You know I what? Like Honestly, massages. I think if I mean if he pays for it, then we'll <laughs> definitely do it."
1: How did the out of the two massages I have gotten, I only liked one of them. Was it like professionally done? Yeah, they were both professionally done.
0: Wait, yeah, was it was it professional or was it like a drama massage. No, they were both they <laughs> massage were, train at drama. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: they were both professional. The first one I got was with Auntie Shell. It was so good and it was so relaxing. And like, like my arms and legs felt like noodles afterwards. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> li- 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 walking out of the room, and I was like, oh, I feel like a whole new person. <laughs> the second one was I was expecting to, for it to be the same thing where I lay down on a ta- on like a table where it's so comfy and like they do all the stuff, but it was like in an open room, in front of the waiting room, and you sit on a weird chair thing, and the guy, like, does the massage right there in front of people. That's weird. And I was like, um...
0: That's real weird. Well, yeah. That's a
1: little weird. And Mom was like, I mean, I knew that you really liked having the massage with Auntie Shell, so I thought that we should, we would get a massage date together, and I was like, yeah, that sounds fun. And we got there, and the guy starts, like, hammering away at my shoulder, and I was like, ooh, ow oh, that really hurts. That, mm. He's like, just let me know if that feels, like, painful. I'm like, yeah, that actually really hurts. He's like, oh, okay. And then he just, like, didn't change anything. And I'm like, "Mm, okay.
0: (laughs) So, yeah. I guess it's a deep tissue massage.
1: Yeah, but, like, didn't help anything. Yeah. I had to take a lot of Advil afterwards. And I was so sore and stiff for the rest of the week. Mm -mm. Not a very good experience because it was, like, a waiting room full of a bunch of, like, old people. (laughs) And I was like, what about that room over there with, like, the cool, like, essential oils and waterfall thing and a, and a bed? And he was
0: like, no, let's have the chair. And I'm like, okay. Hmm. I've never had a professional massage. I don't like strangers touching me. No, I, yeah, I, I don't think you would like it. I think I would be too tense. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't get any benefit from mm. it. No, i just get more tense. <laughs> and they'd be like, hey, you've got a lot of tension. And I'm like, I yep, yep. most <laughs> certainly do. <laughs> you are not helping. <laughs>
1: But then I always got, I got self-conscious in the first one because you're laying down and like, it gets pretty stuffy and like, my nose started dripping and I'm like, oh no. And like, (laughs) like a string of (laughs) of snot started to fall on my nose and I'm like, and like (laughs) sucking it in and she's like, you okay? okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) out of snot. i see it i was in day. i was in fourth grade <laughs> gross yeah and i didn't
1: know that you could get like completely naked <laughs> but so i just went down to like shorts
0: and a sports bra that's okay, fine that's fine yeah did you do this at your there there was a um like a massage chair thing like like a massage person at the after prom party for us? yes did you do that? I did not. I didn't either. I saw it being done. I was like... Yeah. And it was, like, set up to be, like, a couple, like a couple's massage. Like, mm-hmm. it was, like, for you and your date.
1: Yeah. That's kind of weird. A high school thing, though. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was... It was very, like... I mean, it was one of those chairs where, it like, it's kind of le- leaning forward and you kind of lean onto it, but you're... Uh, you're not, like, laying down. And you're like still fully clothed and everything and you just yeah, they that just was,
1: that was the chair yeah yeah yeah
0: so then they just like go in on with their elbows and stuff you that know that was the guy yeah. yeah that's that's what they had at the at the after prom party I and think- they're were, they were, like everyone wanted to do it yeah um, no i think there was just such a li- long line that i was like i'm, I'm not waiting for this yeah no by that- so then <laughs> claire and i went and got airbrush tattoos instead nice I, what did I do? I didn't really do... I don't really I think I, like, did anything. I think I just wandered around until it was time for the Hypnotist show. Yeah. I didn't I, really do anything. I definitely went through that, um, the, like, bouncy stuff in the gym. Oh, yeah. And, like, uh, skinned my bo- knees. Yeah. Yeah, I went down to the bouncy gym. But again, I don't think I d- really did much. I maybe, like, went on, like, one thing and just kind of, like, hung out. I saw a teacher... Like doing that, like you know, ambo jitsu yeah. or whatever, with um a kid and like hit him in the face and his nose started bleeding. <laughs> Great. I'm like, oh wow. Great so it was he like <laughs> no, yeah he, he was broke, like broke some he kid's broke nose some kids <laughs> during like the after prom party that's hilarious that's very it funny it was really funny um, he's just like gushing blood like uh, <laughs> oh my god yeah. I mean by that by that point in the evening my date and I had ditched each other so oh yeah what years did you go that was my junior year and my senior year um yeah, yeah because prom... hobby was a senior when I went for my junior year and then I was a senior and Claire was a junior and it was her prom there there was some I know there were some people it was like almost like a game like could you get to prom all four years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, that was um Could could you get invited? Th- that was by Mike, somebody. Like the guy who got hypnotized every time and thought yeah. he was Rocky. Yeah. Yeah. Because he, yeah. he has, and he didn't get called up every time. Like he was in the audience and yeah. the, and was, was like just... standing up and like participating <laughs> by accident. And, yeah. and the guy's like, "Do you want to come up on well, stage?" Did that have something to do with was he the kid with the all the concussions? Yeah, did that have something to do with his multiple concussions? I bet it did. Because wow, yeah, low wisdom on that guy. <laughs> yeah he just got hit so many times in the head soccer I think Yeah, which, which, is, is, where, a goalie. which is where he got those concussions yeah, yeah failing fail that wisdom saying every I w- time I think Jeez. I was running by it was like during practice for cross country one day and I was running by the soccer field on my way right back to the school like behind down behind the school and um, I saw I think I saw him get hit in the head with I soccer I think ball. I remember you telling me like and oh, he like went down Yeah, and I was like running by I'm like oh my oh my god
1: <laughs> oh my god Mike, 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 Mike
0: Are you okay? I think you, you told me about that You're like, oh yeah, Mike got hit in the head again yeah. And he just, he just fell down well, Just down Did not run in the same circles No, no So I I didn't really have many circles <laughs> <laughs> I ran in. in a circle by myself <laughs> Basically And sometimes other people would come to visit me over there Yeah Usually one at a time only <laughs> Yep, you're running. Yeah, you're, you're you running. and Josh ran in some circles when you were little, and then well, y- well, again, yeah. no, no. It was it was I ran. I was running in a circle, and then sometimes my circle there was Josh also. Sometimes but, he collided but, and then but then he'd leave again, right? Because he would go hang out with Alec.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you ever run running laps, and then sometimes people be like, "Hey, can I join you?" And you'd be like, "Sure," and then be like, "Okay, bye." And you're like, "Okay, I'll just keep running laps." <laughs> yep, just
0: by myself. So, <laughs> so J- Josh and Jared are coming this weekend. Oh, okay. To, uh, back, back home to Plattsburgh. I think they were supposed to get in last night, but because of the windstorm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think, so I think they got in today. So last time they were here was, like, the, the engagement they're party. The engagement party. Right? And I had, I just had a, had this thought. Like, okay, so they're getting married in, like, 2022. No, 23. Okay. I was okay. going to say, I'm like, and that should be 2022 at this point, because no. that's really close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's closer. No, that's I think closer it's... closer than you think. <laughs> it might be 2023. At some point in the future, yeah. Who's gonna be Josh's best man? Oh, <laughs> you're like I want to be Josh's best man. Here's the thing: the most diplomatic option is Jacob. Jacob, yes. Alec, were you saying? Well, if it's not Jacob, it's between it's me. It's between, between me and, and Alec. Alec. Yeah, I feel like Alec would yield. He'd be like the gentleman. Alec is absolutely a gentleman. Yeah.
1: He's such a nice but, bro, but societal
0: yeah. pressure would push Josh toward Alec as being the best man, and not yes. me. Well,
1: well Margaret Mar- 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 can't be the be best man. The best
0: man. <laughs> well then, <laughs> I'll paint on my mustache, and we'll just yeah, and we'll, we'll just see, see about that. <laughs> I love that, it all. when he was like,
1: "Bridget, your hair's purple. Love it." And then he turned around, he's like, i heard about D&D,
0: and like, yes. I don't know,
1: I've wanted to try it, but like, it just seems so confusing, and no one's ever gotten me into it. Um, yeah, yeah, that <laughs> conversation,
0: I'm like, Alec, don't tell me that. <laughs> <laughs> Alec. Pulls out all the books. Yeah. <laughs> I have these just in case. <laughs> I usually keep some dice in my car, just, <laughs> just in case. I got, like, like, gotta get you in a game, man. <laughs> yep. Gotta get him in a game. But yeah, it's, I, I think, so I think the top three contenders, I'm really trying not to think about it, because I'm not going to get picked for best man, because... Suicide, you gotta because the put pressure. Put that is, seed in and like weasel the, your way in. The diplomatic option is Jacob. Yes, even like he and Josh are not close, but that's the diplomatic weasel. option. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Give him to me. <gasps> oh, allow me, mistress. <sighs> Oh my god. Did we tell you about our idea for like so general like general about getting a signature from Martin Short? <laughs> <laughs> no, but so generally you <laughs> going with this. Yeah. <laughs> Say more now. <laughs> generally speaking, I'm completely uninterested in meeting celebrities. Right. I on like the the on the basis of I Just wouldn't get out of it What a lot of people do Mm -hmm. So I'm like I'm gonna be one more person Who says Hey Love you in Whatever Thank you for signing Your headshot You'll never see me again Right I I, I wouldn't get out Of that interaction What most people Who do that Would So I'm just I'm not gonna spend 500 bucks to do that Mm And take up a place in line. It's my general philosophy about meeting celebrities. With a couple rare exceptions, one of them being Andrew Robinson, mm-hmm. who played Garrick on Deep Space Nine. I have his book, which is a rare. It's out of print. i, I paid uh, too much for... I well, not too much, because I'm really happy I have it. Mm-hmm. I would like him to sign that, and yeah. I would like to talk to him about Garrick, because I'm from everything I've heard, he gets so excited when people talk to him about Garrick. Oh, good. So, like, that is a p- pretty safe, good fan interaction. But we, but Bridget and I were talking. We, I know, we had a thought. Like, well, what if got Martin Short to sign the Barbie Princess in the Popper DVD? Got it in one. <laughs> but here's the thing. This is because he's so quick. Yeah. He's a he's a an extremely fast, funny guy. <laughs> here's how I know the interaction would go. So I'd you know say... Mr Martin short loved you your love your love your work <laughs> love loved you lo- love you specifically in this. in this if you could sign it, please, he'd take it and there would be just the slightest beat as he realizes what it is Th- that that beat would stretch for me for eternity, but in reality, it would seem like he hadn't missed a beat. yeah, it would be just the slightest pause before he jumps in with ah <laughs> oh, it's
1: a. TEMPORARY SETBACK
0: And the <laughs> psychic damage it would deal to me yeah. <laughs> Like, it's just, I I know ahead of time <laughs> Blue screen out <laughs> it, I know ahead of time that I would be playing myself like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I would And there's no way I can even Like, I know that's how the interaction would go But there's no way I can respond or recover from that I know I'd be going into that knowing full well I am going to one-hit KO myself. <laughs> yeah. But I would come out with it, come out of it with a signed copy of Barbie Princess and the Pauper. <laughs> Which is the important thing.
1: A priceless. Yeah. Bet yeah.
0: That I would I would keep forever. I feel like he's the one. He's the kind of guy who <laughs> would do it too. Yeah. I think for the bit. Yeah. He for the you do it for the bit, and I know, I know that's how that interaction would go. I know it. You hope anyway. Oh wow! Speaking of meeting celebrities, I met Jared Padalecki once. That is true. You did. We brought oh, we this have up. We haven't brought this up in a while. It's, it's we brought this up at the very like the very first episode. You yeah. brought this up. Um, you did. You met Jared Padalecki,
1: <laughs> and I think we did talk about his smell.
0: Yes, very briefly, but. Uh, no, yeah. So I, I was, I went to school in New York City. My, one of my like first couple weeks there, uh, I was walking up Seventh Ave and with a friend of mine who, uh, was there to visit me. <laughs> another, another minor local <laughs> celebrity. Right. But no, so he, we were walking up the street and I see the woman ahead of me recognize Jared like a few feet ahead of her and she was like, Sure, you know, and he was just like, Okay, okay, yeah, (laughs) you know, sure. And then I'm like standing there like frozen watching this interaction happen and Jake is like, What? Like what what is happening? Who is that? Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God. It's so confusing now. And and he was like, Who? (laughs) So he gets done with that lady and starts walking towards me and I'm like, uh 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 And and he goes, Do you want a picture? I was like yes, yes! please <laughs> So I'm fumbling, I get my phone out, I'm getting my phone, and Jared leans over to to my friend and goes, Hey man, I'm Jared. It's nice to meet you. And I was uh, like, it's not nice to meet me. my friend. No, it's not it's no, nice to meet Jacob from Oxford, New York. It's nice to meet me. No, no, it's not. It's <laughs> nice to meet you, Jared. Like, what? And <laughs> and uh and then so I give Jake uh, I give my friend my phone and uh, he's, he takes a picture of us. And Jared is so tall that he put his chin on top of my head. <laughs> I have the picture. And, oh, okay, I saved you it. saved it. Yeah. And he was wearing—I think he was wearing a scarf. Mm-hmm. I remember and, the picture. He was. Yeah. Yep. And he, his smile was perfect. Mm-hmm. And yeah, as he, because he, he does this for a living, because <laughs> he does it for a living. As he was leaving, he kind of, like, grabbed my hand and, like, we squeezed each other's hands. And I was like, I love your work. And he was like, thank you so much. And he winked at me. Oh, my God. That's, like, your name moment. I was, like, standing there, like, uh, uh, uh. And, and my friend was like, Okay, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, who was that, and why? Like, I don't know. I guess I met a celebrity that I don't know, and I was like, I can't pay attention to you the rest of the night because this was this was incredible. <laughs> you're, you're floating. Yep. You're, you're you're floating away. Um, I'm so happy for you that he was so well behaved. Yes. yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not I'm not surprised because he he does this. He does fan meetings for a living. Yeah. Right. The Supernatural convention circuit. They've been doing that for years. And he's in you know certain certain you know fan circles extremely well known. So getting recognized is not a new thing for him. Yeah, I'm happy for you that he was so well behaved mm-hmm. and that he because like, he obviously knew like exactly what to do to make a fan's night. Yes, I'm, so I'm happy you got that experience. Yes, it was it was very nice. And you kind of you do have like one up uh, on on the rest of us for uh, one of the supernatural actors. <laughs> kind of knew you knew you existed, existed yes. at one point. Yes, he did. So, uh, not sure how much of a one-up that is. I don't know if I want any of the supernatural actors to know I exist, <laughs> but you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and if if they ever know that we have this podcast, you could be like, I met you one time
0: Yeah, in New York City. They listen to this episode. <laughs> they're not going to do that. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. no they're, they're not, not. going to do that. They're not going to do that. No.
1: But no, if they ever hear about
0: our podcast They're not going to do that either (laughs) Speaking (laughs) Speaking of Jared Padalecki Speaking of Jared Padalecki Who is in this episode But, you know, not as much as he probably should have been (laughs) Let's jump into Season 2, Episode 8 Crossroad Blues right, we're starting off Our writer is Sarah Gamble Today, mm-hmm. so one of our big writers, who you know is destined to become a showrunner for a couple seasons, mm. mm-hmm. directed by Steve Boyum. This is his first episode with us. He will go on to write a number of episodes in season two through five, and then one or two in seasons eight and ten. So he will make reappearances. A number of those episodes are really big, famous episodes. Mm -hmm. So I'm interested. I was interested to see his directorial work in this episode because there were some choices I wasn't super crazy about. Mm. Yeah. So... Interest. I'm interested to sort of keep that in the back of my mind as I return to these later, the later big famous episodes that I remember as being, you know, these famous for a reason. They're they're really good. This won't mean anything to to you two because you haven't seen them yet. Okay. But the episode The End is directed by him. It's a big one. So
1: yeah, but who are they written by?
0: This episode aired November sixteenth, two thousand six, and we get our you know standard intro with our, our tagline. Mm-hmm. Dad wants us to pick off. Up, up tagline. We've got more plot. Yes. Yeah, so stuff this time. the the mm. things that that they're reminding us of are very plot heavy things. It's like, hey, this is going to involve some plot stuff, uh, but kind of a short then and now. Mm -hmm. sequence they're they're reminding us that like hey at the end of season one start of season two demons were involved john made a deal to save dean's life john gave up his own life to save dean well yeah and there was the car crash yes that uh that put them in the hospital hospital. and then also sort of like as an afterthought like oh and by the way devil's Devil's traps can (laughs) drive a demon Yeah. No, Remember no, that those are thick. Yeah. No, no. So then it goes. Then it, you know the then is over, but it is not now. No. It is. Not, it is 1938. Did it? Did it say now? I wasn't paying attention. I think it did. I think it, it said, was like then now, now but 1938, 1938 <laughs> which is not now. Yeah. It's uh, 1938 August Greenwood Mississippi. We're in like a, a small bar. A man's playing the guitar. And we got some blues music playing. And he's smoking. And. Uh, he He's, you know, playing some blues music Everybody seems to enjoy it But he keeps pausing Because there's, a there's at first it, it sounds like a dog barking But then there's a lot of growling mm-hmm. and snarling And a large shadow running yeah. past the window He seems
1: to be really disturbed by it And he's looking around frantically But, like, people in the bar are like Yo, what's going on? Like, And they're not Disturbed by it,
0: yeah. He seems to be the only one who can hear and see this, and it gets to the point where he can't like take it anymore, and he takes off. And there's a there's a young woman there who we assume is like his girlfriend, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, someone 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 informs him who notices his change in demeanor. But he, you know, takes off, runs past her. Takes off outside, down the road, a dirt road. You hear the growling and the snarling around him. He's being pursued.
1: But, like, why did he go outside um, when he could have stayed inside
0: with other people? I don't know why people on Supernatural make the decisions they make in general. Yeah. Because, like, if you're surrounded Everyone, by people and there's a dog outside. Yeah, don't go out. (laughs) Maybe he was like, I just got to get home. If he didn't know what was happening. Yes. Right. Right. If he knew what was happening. Even if he knew what was happening. Maybe trying to get it away from other people. Didn't want anyone to see.
1: And die in front of them.
0: Yeah, didn't want his girlfriend to have to watch him die. Have to watch him get taken by the devil. (laughs) Yeah, him being like torn out of the building. So he hears the barking and growling get louder. And it's like right behind him so he drops his guitar and runs. He gets to a house Uh, we assume it's his house (laughs) (laughs) he (laughs) closes and locks the door behind him and stands with his back to it but the door shakes like something is pounding against it so he puts a chair under the doorknob and goes to the center of the room kind of shaking his head crying like goes to his knees. Um, The door breaks down and there's a couple of guys from the bar and his girlfriend come in and he's he has collapsed on on the ground he's convulsing and choking and he keeps he Saying black dogs and dogs, black dogs, and he sees the glint. His, his girlfriend's you know reassuring him that he's going to be okay, and calls for a doctor. He sees the glint off the cross on, on her neck, and you know his eyes like widen in fear. And this it goes to the supernatural theme. Mm-hmm. Fire, Ooh, fire. Oh, fire. <laughs> it's present day. We're in a diner. Sam is doing some research on a laptop while. Dean's eating. We're not sure where we are. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, is it supposed to be the same place just present day? Unclear. Unclear. Because Unclear. other stuff happens in Mississippi in this episode, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure where we're supposed to be yeah. right now. The other stuff that happens, it can't be too far from the, the whole Crossroad situation. Yeah. But we're unclear where it is we start. We're yeah. in it. We're in a diner. Could be anywhere. So Sam, Sam's catching us up on the the legal issues from last time. Mm-hmm. There's a warrant out for Dean's arrest in St. Louis. He is in the feds' database. Dean m- makes a joke. He's like, he says, "Dude, I'm like Dillinger or something." Dillinger's a famous old old timey gangster. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to look it up. <laughs> and Sam's like, like this isn't funny. First of mm-hmm. all, but it makes our job harder. Yeah. Um, if the cops are look actively looking for us, it makes it harder for us to do our job and you know do the crime we need to do to survive. <laughs> yeah, but then Dean starts teasing Sam because Sam is not on the FBI watch list. <laughs> yeah, it's not, like you're, you're jealous. You're jealous that you, don't you know. no accessory, nothing. He's Sam's like shut up. up, shut up. I want to. I don't want to be a wanted criminal. What do you mean? <laughs> and yeah, then he's like, uh, "What do you have on the case, you innocent, harmless young man?" You you. <laughs> So we get updated on the case That they're working, which is not immediately Apparent how it's connected to the intro There's this architect, Sean Boyden Who plummeted to his death from the roof Of his home, which was a condominium he Designed. In the days before his death he, was, he had called animal control about A black dog, and he used the phrase Vicious wild black dog The authorities couldn't find the dog No one else saw it, and the authorities Were confused how it could get past the doorman Take the elevator, and start Roaming the halls of a Samson as the cushiest joint in town. There were no more calls after that. He didn't show up for work. And then two days later, he bought it from the roof. So De- <laughs> Dean asks, he says, you know, Sam, give us the lore <laughs> on black yeah. dogs. Do you think we're actually dealing with an actual black dog? Yeah, what's what's the lore on it? Pretty vague. I'm dubious about that. Spectral black dogs are all over the world. Mm-hmm. Every culture has their spectral black dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do they, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> Some say they're animal spirits, others death omens. I think you just read Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam. Dean, he hands over some, some papers, you know, printed, looks like just like printed out web pages. Yeah. yeah. And so he is shuffling through the papers and pauses on a uh, a big, uh, a page about Fenrir and Loki, which is just interesting. But then he just made it, then he makes a joke about the dog. There's a, yeah, exasperated sigh from Sam at Dean's joke As he turns around and shows the picture to the camera,
1: Dean says, I bet... Bet they could hump the crap out of your leg. Look at that one.
0: About Fenrir. It's like, sir, sir. What's up? Why? Why are we doing this today? He, yeah, he's... And he goes, whole, he's like, why? It could. <laughs> this
1: whole episode, he's acting kind of weird. There is some reason for that later on. Yeah, but like... But it does not explain it doesn't, everything. It
0: does, no, it doesn't explain... his His behavior this episode is much more season one, Dean. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a little bit, it's a little bit jarring mm-hmm. from the last few episodes where he's been much more subdued. And th- yeah, this, this this is a more of a season one feel to, to him, which it's a, it's a little weird. They're at a fancy like condo place. Sam and Dean are in suits talking to a guy who's got you know the sweater over the button down shirt, who we learn is the architect Sean's business partner. Yeah, unnamed, unnamed business partner. Unnamed business partner.
1: So, I recognize this guy. Oh, from where? (laughs) Did either of you see the movie Zap with Zendaya? Uh,
0: no, No. I remember you watching it, though. I remember seeing that you were watching it.
1: he, like, a dad? Yeah, he was the dad, the stepdad, with all the sons. That was, like, a super messy family of sons, and she was like, I hate you guys that you married into my family, and I I wish I could, like just not have you my family anymore
0: i did not see this movie i believe really messy disney movie <laughs> um, <laughs> i believe he goes on to he was
1: in the 100 and, and a lot of other
0: stuff hmm. that makes sense those are all the, the i think the 100 was another one down in canada he i believe returns a number of times in supernatural yes as different characters every time
1: nice yeah because it said like I, I was going through his IMDb page, and he's been in, like, a lot of, like, action stuff as well.
0: Yeah, I think he's got some, like, stuntman mm-hmm. credits. He's huh. He does, like, boxing and, and stuntman stuff. I thought cool. you're gonna, he does, like, Bakugo. I'm like, nope. He he's, does, he, he does is, like, he is Bakugo. He is Bakugo. This middle-aged man he is Bakugo. Is Bakugo. <laughs> That's incorrect. No. <Nope. laughs> that is not correct. Because according to the Encyclopedia of... They, uh, the, the boys are presenting themselves today as reporters doing a tribute on Mr. Boyden for Architectural Digest. And He's like, <laughs> a tribute. <laughs> yeah, he has this sort of, like, bitter laugh. And they're like, funny? Something funny, funny to you? He's like, it's just Sean always got the tributes. And then he goes and kills himself and leaves me and his family behind. And he gets another tribute. He's like, it's just, this this guy is, like, is just looking for an excuse to lose it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and if he's like has the like, he's got these like bitter feelings about his business partner, he's bitter jealous feelings, mm-hmm. and um, I've, I've, like I'm I'm sure like you know at, at, like funeral arrangements and stuff and being there to support the family, it's not like he can talk about that. So they're like, we're here to do a tribute. And he's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sam does does this kind of awkward <laughs> right. right anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, any idea why he would do it? And he's like, no, no idea. He lived a charmed life. And he explains that this guy was genius. But he's like, but that wasn't always the case. There was a time about 10 years ago where he couldn't even design a pup tent. He was working as a bartender at a place called Lloyd's, which is a complete dive. And then one night, overnight, he gets this huge commission, starts designing the most ingenious buildings, works of art. um, (laughs) Like... Van Gogh and Mozart. And And other things that Americans know. Picasso. Other big name artists that have nothing to do with architecture Architecture. or
1: each other. In art class a few months ago, she put up on a projector slide, Starry Night, Mm -hmm. and she said, does anyone know who made this? And one kid shot up her hand and said, Picasso. (laughs) And she was so confident with her answer. Or another big name artist. And she was like, it's Picasso. And I was like... Um, it's Van Gogh. She's like, Oh yeah, I knew that. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, Okay. Okay, <laughs>
0: Okay, sure. <laughs> so he has this like quiet moment, like almost he says to himself this line about true genius dying young, and he's like, if you have that kind of talent, why would you throw it away? So like it look, it seems to me he, he it's just this one he's scene that this guy's in. Of him? He's jealous of him. He's mad that he's he's this there's there's, there's, there's a, some there's, complicated this, stuff going. This yeah, guy could have feelings. like a whole this, this like side a lot of, episode. Of, yeah, this guy has a lot of feelings that Sam and he walked into, and they're both kind of like, okay. Whoa. I feel like they. I feel like they could have written like they wrote so much for this guy. Yeah, he was just like, in this one little scene. Yeah, but he was doing a, a lot. lot of acting. And like obviously, this this guy was having some complicated feelings. He was dealing with some grief. He was missing his friend, his friend and business partner. He and was mixed dealing with feelings.
1: jealousy. Yeah, mixed feelings, jealousy, and then guilt about feeling jealous. Yeah, yeah, guilt about the guilt about feeling. Jealous of of wanting his partner to being like God. Why did he have to kill himself? And and sorry
0: about the loss of his talent. to yeah, yeah. the like a lot of complicated feelings in this short scene. But and, but and Sam Edider and will kind of like, oh okay, we're gonna we're leave gonna, now. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> I think we have everything we need. <laughs> yeah, you have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Excited to see him come back later uh, and see what he does with his future roles on the yeah, show. He's yeah, he's so
1: far. He's doing yeah, good yeah just acting. this one
0: scene good. good acting at the animal protection agency dean comes out this this scene for what purpose for what mm-hmm. purpose for what purpose was this scene yeah they for what purpose is this scene is just to deliver us some dean being horny jokes yeah dean comes out gets in the car the reason he was in there was to get the list of black dog related complaints so that they can go canvas door to door to go interview people who've seen black dogs recently which is something that could be delivered that like if they if they they're you know short on time or whatever. They didn't need this scene. They could have delivered that line like on their way up to one of the doors to mm-hmm. go knock. This scene did not have to happen. <laughs> <laughs> not even in a lazy way, like hey, remember when we met in the science building? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even in a super lazy way, this scene did not have to happen. No, and I would suggest should not have happened. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's it feels again very much like a callback to season one, mm-hmm. Dean, because Dean like it. Dean has not been behaving this way. To this point in season two. For good reason. Yeah. I feel like he
1: hasn't been feeling or acting this way because he's changed. As a person since his dad has died.
0: Yeah, a lot of his previously horny behavior has seemed to just not been present in this first part of the second season because he's been grieving. And also the person for whom he was doing the most performance is no longer there watching him. So a lot of that behavior, and we saw it in his interactions with Joe... He just wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So that that there, he's being weird and horny now seems weird. Mm-hmm. He gets in the, into the car with Sam and Sam's like, did you get what you went in there for? And he's like, get this. The secretary's name is Carly. She's 23. She kayaks and... Smirk. They're real. Dean. 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 He's like, come on, bud. But Sam is like, did you even ask about the black dogs? Mm-hmm. And and this seems, again, like, uh, remember in one of the last episodes we watched the unreliable narrator Sam's vision, like, yeah, Sam's this idea. Feels, mean? This yeah. feels
1: very what Sam... Thinks of Dean
0: A little bit But it there. But then also Sam's doing like a little bit more of an exaggerated like <laughs> Dean Yeah It's like what's happening in this scene? Yeah. It's very weird We learn that there were 19 calls about big black dogs or something dog-like And then there's a post-it note on this list And he's like I don't know what this is <laughs> And Sam's like Carly's MySpace address? Mm-hmm. Like, he, yeah, MySpace, what the hell is that? <laughs> and Sam's just laughing at him and he's like seriously is that some kind of porn site? <laughs> With like, huh? Huh? Oh. what was that? Yeah. Uh, for, what? What, for what? For purpose? what purpose? What does that achieve? Uh, Sam and Dean are canvassing. In the next scene, door to door, this is where they could have delivered just that little tidbit of information that we needed. Mm -hmm. Boom. No need for kayaks. And they sort of. boobies. Yeah, and they Mm -hmm. sort of do with Dean in walking up to the door. Dean says, letting us know that they've already been doing some canvassing. I swear, this is another freaking Pomeranian barking in the neighbor's yard Mm -hmm. (laughs) as they knock on the door. A lady answers, and the boys say that they are posing as animal control. And she's like, oh, they were. They were here yesterday. So it's like, we're just following up. (laughs) Like Animal Control. Like Animal Control does, you know? (laughs) You know, like they do. I'm just thinking of Parks and Rec. (laughs) Yeah! The guys down there in Animal Control. The high guys. The guys who are high, yeah. Yeah. The the wreck.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Um, He's like, we're looking for Dr. Sylvia Perlman. And they go into the house. The lady is like the doctor left two days ago. I don't know where she, when she'll be back. Uh, why'd she let them in? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they're when like, they're, when she could have told them at the doorway. Yeah, the doctor's not here. She'll be back sometime. I don't know. Yeah. Like, why? Why they she, why'd she bring them into the house? She's like, can I make you a cup they're of tea? An, they're animal control. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're it's not like they're like. It's not like if they're cops. or cops I or whatever. They're not, they're, no.
1: They're, they're why'd she let them in? <laughs> <laughs> Do they need to inspect
0: like, for fur? Yeah, weird. they're like, who and you are? And she's like, oh, I'm the maid. And I'm like, okay, you're not doing your job very well. No, <laughs> you know, you're just letting strangers into the house. So as, as they're talking, Dean starts touching stuff. <laughs> yeah. Great. And he finds a picture of a bunch of, of three young women at a bar. The maid was like, she didn't say where she went. She just packed and left. Did you finally find that stray dog? And Sam's like, did you see it? And she's like, no, I didn't even hear it. I was starting to think that the doctor was imagining things, but she's not like that. And Dean sort of has a, has a, he's like, oh, yeah, like, I heard she was, like, chief surgeon at the hospital. Like, she's, like, that's, like, super young, right? She's, like, 42 or 43. And the lady's, like, yeah, she's the youngest in the history of the place. She got the position 10 years ago.
1: He's like, hmm. it's like,
0: oh, wow. So she's she became chief surgeon when she was... 32. That's very young. Yeah. To be chief surgeon. And Sam kind of turns to Dean and is like, huh. An overnight success. Ten years ago. Dean's He's like, like yeah, like we know a guy like that. And the maid's like... Yeah, they're are, like the maid's uh, like, this is a weird energy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, this doesn't feel like animal control. <laughs> yeah. And then Dean's... Dean, who has picked up this photo from the wall, taken this photo off the wall, is like, oh, hey, look at this. And on the back... It says Lloyd's Bar November 1996. So, this places this episode in time, yeah. which which we've I've been struggling to do for the past, you know, half season or whatever, actually like fitting it in. We know that the end of season 1 beginning of season 2 is roughly a year after it's, it's it's you know it's it's roughly around the 1 year anniversary of pi- the pilot mm-hmm. so it's in the fall of 2006 October-ish, october ish october november ish so this is so the first 8 episodes are all happening in like the month of november very busy month yeah for these boys <laughs> for, for these boys <laughs> which doesn't like super work i don't think because of dean's car no right it took some time it took it took, took two two long. months I don't know how we don't know how long it took for Maybe him to fix it took that me car. A year. uh, Ten years, 1996. It would have been. It's 2006. 2006. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unclear. They have got their timeline mixed up. But they well, yes, they do that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> The consistency is lacking. Um, but this places this episode in November 2006. We get a, sh- a scene of a motel room where there is a woman in distress, mm-hmm. and she's pacing and scratching at her arms and her hair. And uh, there's women. <laughs> In distress, there uh, there's a knock at the door that makes her freeze. There is a very weird freeze frame and then triple zoom on the doorknob. Yeah, that go no. along with three loud knocks. It was very weird. It was like it was it was a like a still like like they they got like a still of the door and zoomed on that still on the doorknob like three times. Yeah, it was. It was extremely weird. And they do it again later in the episode. Mm. Hmm. That, like, what was that directorial choice? Mm-hmm. It, it was very weird. There's a man's voice who... I
1: thought it was going to be Sam and Dean.
0: Yeah, Sam and Dean don't investigate her death no. at all. Mm-hmm. She just has her own thing and dies off screen. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, well, poor lady. So they just decided she couldn't be saved, I guess. I don't know. So she just has a terrifying couple days. I... It's, this, this is Dr. Perlman, and this, the guy on the other side tell, is telling her that she needs to either pay for her hotel room or leave. And she's like, yeah, okay, 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 I, I got this. She, she, she opens the door, goes to get money, and when she turns around, his face is twisting in a horrifying way. His skin is all gray. He's got these whitish, like, cloudy eyes. And he's doing these sort of gaspy moans.
1: She throws the money at him and then closes yeah. the door.
0: Yeah, and you know, collapses, locks it, collapses against it, and just panic. And the hotel manager guy is like, "Well, okay, yeah, well, <laughs> that that was weird." But he doesn't seem phased. He doesn't seem like yeah. He it was like he almost smiled, and that was like, "Is he gonna be? Is he a demon? Is he a like demon? Like, what's going on? Why no, did he... he was just no. like he was just like that. Was weird. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Next, our next scene, we're at Lloyd's Bar. Um, There is, it's a really small dive looking place. Dirt road intersection, overgrown fields to either side and across the road. Two cars are parked out front and the boys pull up in the Impala. They get out to go investigate the building and Dean pauses because he spots something weird. There are these flowers growing by the side of the road in a few places. And he sort of like turns and looks around and takes stock... He realizes they're in a crossroads. Dean is starting to put some pieces together and with his extremely high perception spots these flowers Mm -hmm. and is like, hey, this is weird. There's flowers at all four corners of this intersection. Yeah. And aren't they yarrow flowers? And Sam's like, yeah, they're used in summoning rituals. And Dean putting the pieces together is like, so two people became sudden successes about 10 years ago, right around the time they were hanging out here at Lloyd's. And Sam's like, where there just so happens to be a crossroads, and there's sort of like, and they have like, like a kind of like a, you think of what I'm thinking, yeah, <laughs> a little yeah. exchange. You think? Well, let's find yeah. out. So they dig at the center of the crossroads and find not too far down, yeah, a little metal mm-hmm. box, and they you know open it up, and there's bones inside, there's a jar of dirt inside, and a little um, like a little wallet picture. Mm-hmm. in it looks like maybe a couple other things like there's like a like a piece of cloth or something in there too. yeah there were like it was like a little tangle of like roots or weeds or mm-hmm. like hair or something mm-hmm. or like a clump of something and they're like in you know looking at this stuff they're like okay so we've got the bone of a black cat and sam's like i'm willing to bet this is graveyard dirt mm-hmm. this is some serious spell stuff
1: I wonder if people actually use
0: this. So, voodoo and hoodoo are real spiritual practices. Yeah. Dean brings up that this is some deep south hoodoo. Mm. When writers on a TV show, especially white people, (laughs) bring up this sort of thing, I am immediately dubious. I'm dubious (laughs) about that. About the validity of these practices and, you know, the... uh, you know, appropriative nature. Mm -hmm. So I don't know because I'm not a a hoodoo expert, nor I think, I don't, I don't think I can be, Mm -hmm. but they bring up hoodoo related practices a number of times throughout the episode. So mm, more than a little culturally appropriative.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And it's fine because they have a black guy explain it. Yes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. 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 That's not great. For the purposes of supernatural lore, to uh, what we're looking at here is a not just a regular, not just a demon summoning, which is what we saw John do in the basement of the hospital. Mm-hmm. This is a summoning, summoning with intent to deal. So usually there's, it's not. Uh, so it's it's not you know an um, antagonistic thing. It's a like you are summoning them to the crossroads with the intent to sell your soul yeah dean says that it's where pacts are made and like these people are making deals with it and he goes yeah you know which always ends so good mm-hmm. and point of order here i'm it's- like oh oh does he then know mm-hmm. because of like what john told him well we so we don't know we, yeah. we don't know what john told him yeah we know he doesn't remember his time having his out-of-body experience. Mm-hmm. But I think at this point, he's starting to put the pieces together. The like From the moment that he realizes they're at a crossroads and that this is a summoning situation, I think he's starting to put the pieces together. But we don't know. We don't know at this point what John told him. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Sam's like, so these people are like, okay. So these people are seeing dogs, but they're not, you know, black dogs. They're not, you know, the omens the of death or whatever. These are hellhounds, specifically. Demonic pit bulls. Which, like, hey, let's not we, we don't need to throw pit bulls onto the bus, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pitbulls, why are you? Yeah, every every pitbull pit I've ever met has been super nice. So, such a
1: sweetheart. <laughs> They're always so sweet. Demonic chihuahuas, please. Yeah, <laughs> literally. I have never met a nice chihuahua.
0: I'm sure there aren't nice chihuahuas. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure somewhere. I'm, but I'm let's, let's sure let's some bad pit bulls. Let's yeah. let's let's stop p- throwing pitbulls under the bus. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm, yeah. I'm sure there are nice Chihuahuas, but every single Chihuahua that I have met, like at another person's house, has immediately tried to attack me. And like, I was like,
0: ah, ah, ah. So Dean's like, whoever this demon is, it's back and it's collecting. And that doctor lady, where, wherever she's running, she's not running fast enough. And we see you in the motel room. The door is rattling. Do- the doctor lady is huddled on the floor, her head in her hands. She's terrified. The door rattling stops, and there's another weird zoom, zoom, zoom mm-hmm. on a locked door. Why did they do that? That was super weird. So she starts to get up, and in there's a, this moment of quiet before the window smashes in. She flies backwards, scrambles into the corner. Something invisible mauls her leg, tearing her pants and tearing into her, just like the skin of her leg grabs her and drags her around the corner of the bed out of sight. At this point, um, so Stephen was watching parts of it with me, oh. and he was like, there would be so much more blood. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. like, there was like a little little patch of blood there for her leg. That would be a lot more blood than yeah, that. she
1: would be bleeding profusely.
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Uh-huh. You, you, Stephen is welcome to go back in time and give them the budget for all that fake blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, haha, he's watching Supernatural now. Yeah. We got him! We got him. <laughs> We got, and <laughs> we got him, gentlemen.
1: We got him.
0: Our next scene, come back from commercial, we're again back in the um, back in the 30s uh, in Rosedale, Miss uh, Mississippi, 1930 at night. We're at the crossroads, and the young man from the intro is burying a sack in the dirt at in, you know in the center of the crossroads where we saw that tin buried uh, just a couple scenes ago. Mm-hmm. And the music that's playing over this, they'll they'll reference it in the the mm-hmm. next scene. This is Robert Johnson. We heard uh, his girlfriend say his name, Robert, in the opening we don't know his name here they'll bring up the legend of robert johnson in a little bit mm-hmm. robert johnson was a famous he kind of got famous after his death mm-hmm. in some blues revival stuff but was an extremely talented young blues musician who died super young and like within like the blues community you know rose to prominence and died very quickly i think he was like 27 when he died Oof. so what well, we can talk about it when we We'll get there. We we'll get, we'll get there. We get there when we get there. But the music that's playing over this over this scene right here is the recording of the real Robert Johnson's Crossroad Blues. Huh. At the only recording of him singing this, uh, playing over the scene where we watch this this young man summoning a demon at the crossroads, and they they do the thing where they like spin the camera around him, and they're like, oh, she's behind him, and there's there's a demon, a young woman there in a kind of flowy white dress. Or a nightgown looking dress. Ladies in nightgowns. I in know. Yeah, ladies in white they nightgowns. Keep doing this. And she's barefoot. My first thought, looking at the dress, was that looks very Target section. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like that looks. That looks very modern T-shirt and trying dress. Trying <laughs> to make her
1: look like like vulnerable and sexy yeah. again. Yeah. Sexy vulnerable. Yeah. Why? Why uh, do they keep doing this? I... It makes me uncomfortable. He goes, he's like, holy. And she goes, holy? Yeah,
0: and her yeah. eyes go red. As opposed to black or yeah. yellow. Yeah. Um, and then back to normal. And she's like, guess again. Okay, so
1: because her hi- her eyes go bl- or red, mm-hmm. and the lady, in the future, mm-hmm. eyes go red. Mm-hmm. Is that the same demon?
0: It could be the same demon. Um, it, it, it could be the same demon, I don't know for sure. As far as supernatural lore goes, crossroad demons, so demons who make deals at crossroads tend to have, tend to do the red eye thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Your run of the mill basic demons tend to have black eyes. The yellow eyed demon is a unique special demon. Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
1: Because yeah. I thought, I was like, okay, is she the same? Because I was like, then
0: why is she white? <laughs> yeah. Because she possessed a new person, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, the, yeah. So this is the, the, this this wo- young woman in a nightgown. We see this demon was summoned, possessed a, someone pos- nearby. Possessed a vessel of a of a young woman sleeping somewhere, probably, yeah, and brought night. and brought her here.
1: Mm,
0: yeah. And as we we learn later, probably then took this woman's body for a joyride because now they're here. Now yeah. that now the demon's here, and can go around doing whatever they want. She approaches him, and he says. I want to play guitar. I want you to make me the best blues man that ever lived. And she's like, if that's what you want. And she's like very close to him. And he's like, so do we shake on it or what? And she starts, she's like stroking his face and mm-hmm. she kind of like smiles and shakes her head and then kisses him very much. Yes. So
1: because of that, I think it's the same demon. The kissing? Yeah.
0: No, that's just how Demon Seal deals. Really? Yeah. Oh my this, God. This, this sets the precedent for Demon Seal deals by kissing, ah! which is certainly a decision they made. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. see De- an interesting choice. Yeah. Demon Seal deals by kissing. Mm-hmm. 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 The kisses, kisses. Mm-hmm. 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 Which I'm not sure. I'm not sure who made that rule, or like if that seems that seems like it's something that's totally made up. That somebody, but at some point it was like, No you gotta kiss me. you gotta kiss, no.
1: No, you, gotta kiss you gotta give me a little smooch. Me a right, right there. there. Right okay. there. Okay. <laughs> okay, give me a smooch on the cheek and. <laughs> <muah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got you. yeah that's the rule you gotta gotta give us kisses it's like that doesn't seem mm. that doesn't seem right but I don't know enough about demon deals to dispute it <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this wrong either yeah. it's like well sorry it doesn't count unless you kiss me unless you kiss
1: me' <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I just, it, it it becomes like canon supernatural lore that this is how demon seal deals. It seems it just seems completely made up. Yeah. yeah. So but that's that's So again, I don't know if it's the same demon. Um but if it, it could, are there it could guy be if
1: could
0: be other guy demons. So de- demons are kind of
1: de- are there demons that take over guys? Yeah, there are demons yes. that take over guys' bodies. Do yes. they ever end up having to kiss other guys. Yes. In this show. Yes. Nice.
0: <laughs> it's usually in a really homophobic way. Um, <laughs> great. Yeah. But yes. Nice. <laughs> it's supernatural. What were what? you expecting my answer to be? I didn't... I was
1: expecting it to be, no, they never
0: kiss. Yeah, there there are demons who possess male vessels. <laughs> you must vessels. kiss me, but unless you're a boy, and then you no, know. <laughs> then no, then we can't do it. No, it's usually in like a homophobic way. That's like okay, we're gonna make this demon deal, and it's like you gotta kiss me, and it's like oh, oh. no, yeah, yeah, nothing could be worse nothing, in the world. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's part of the demon deal, and it's like yikes. Yeah, <laughs> he opens his eyes <laughs> and, and she's gone. gone. kissing Oscar. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> just cringe too too embarrassing yeah it's, it's, it's on it's on that I mean that no, I mean, nothing's office cringe like office but yeah. it's, it's in that direction mm-hmm. yeah he's sort of after the kiss he's sort of like dazed and then she's gone he's like whoa that was a that was, that was pretty intense I've never had a kiss like that before that was ooh. that was another level <laughs> so back at Lloyd's at the crossroad in the modern day Sam brings up the Robert Johnson legend Um, About selling his soul at the crossroads to be a musician And Dean points out that a lot of his music has occult references in it And it's probably not just a, not, not just a legend Crossroad Blues me and the Devil Blues, Hellhound on My Trail, all real songs. Sam doesn't know any of these. And Dean's like, well, what user? are you? Well, <laughs> <on?"> <laughs> big eye roll. And explains that Robert Johnson died choking on his own blood, hallucinating about big evil dogs. So, blues music in general. Now, I'm not a, an expert on blues and jazz and early American, or, you know, early 1900s American music. Uh, but I know blues had a reputation in general for being, like, the devil's music. Mm-hmm. And the musicians would play up that bit. Yeah. As, like, part of it. And part of it was, it's not church music. Yeah. Which is one of the things that makes it unacceptable. And um, another thing is, very popular among the young African-American community. Mm-hmm. Of which Robert Johnson was a part. So And the, this, there was the idea that, like, women were super into blues musicians and they're going to steal your women. Away mm-hmm. and, like, and it's, like, makes them act ways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the musicians would play that up for you know for fame and popularity and whatever like oh yeah come hang out with us we made deals with the devil there was some uh, there was some racism involved (laughs) yeah like those 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 people with their devil music some of that Mm -hmm. the but this whole legend this whole story is very faustian and i know was sort of applied to this real life musician later when his music sort of got some revival by the young white crowd (laughs) mm, Uh applied this sort of you know christian faustian idea of the devil and making the deal with the devil um are you familiar Faust okay faust the, the the story is uh
1: stupid man
0: yeah it's it's the famous old story with mephistopheles the the devil who there's this guy faust who's like makes a deal with the the devil for you know all kinds of power and stuff and over the next however long makes uses the power in selfish ways and makes a fool fool about out of himself and at the end of the at the end of the story it's like okay well time to go to hell but you know if you repented you don't have to (laughs) And he's like, no, I'm going to hell. And, <laughs> and the de- Mephistopheles, the devil, is like, they're like, you don't, you could just say sorry. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not going to, though. <laughs> and he's like, so you're going to be prideful just right to the end. And he's like, yes. <laughs> and dies. Um, spoilers for a play, a play by Marlowe
1: <laughs> from a
0: very long time ago. So
1: is that why didn't, did you say that The wicked and the Divine, the first book is called The Faust? The Faust Act.
0: Yeah, as, as the first. They're so because they're making this sort of this bargain for fame and power, and will soon die. Yeah,
1: and that's why yeah. I said that this episode really reminded me of *The Wicked and the Divine*.
0: Okay, sure. Last time, and you were like, "What?" Sure. Yeah, I've. Uh, and I, yeah, it, okay. And now it does even more, especially the. 10 years thing. Yes. So, uh, after Dean explains the story, Sam's like, oh, okay, cool. It, and now it's happening all over again. So, we gotta find anyone else who's made these bargains in in the local area. And Dean's like, yeah, great. So, we gotta go clean up these people's messes for them. They're not exactly squeaky clean. Nobody puts a gun to their head and forces them to play Let's Make a Deal. And Sam's like, this is kind of a wild reaction from you. You're mm-hmm. usually all about saving people. Yeah. This is, this is weird. So, what? Should we just let them die? And Dean's like, like Dean says, somebody goes over Niagara in a barrel. Are you gonna jump in and save them? Uh, and and Sam's like, Yeah. What? <laughs> also, not the same thing. Not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. Also, knowing you, probably. Mm-hmm. And he's he's like, Come on, Dean. And Dean's like, Fine, fine, fine. Uh, um, he's he's acting kind of weird and aggro. And Sam makes note of that. But Dean just, you know, brushes, brushes it off, moves, moves on. Says, ritual, rituals like this. You got to put your own photo in the mix, right? So, and he pulls out the little wallet photo. So, this guy probably summoned the thing and he holds up the little wallet photo of a young man. So, he says, let's go inside, see if anybody knows him, if he's even still alive. And brushes past Sam and heads toward the bar. Just a moment of appreciation for this shot where Sam is, is looking very, very concerned face. And we see Dean walking away toward the bar. It's a very pretty afternoon shot. Mm-hmm. There's a the, it's the low afternoon sunlight. Uh, the colors are very nice. So you know a little bit of redemption for the weird zoom shots yeah. Yeah. From earlier. It's a very pretty shot, and we get a really good look at Jensen walking away with his very bow legs. <laughs> yeah. Our our next scene we're at George Darrow's apartment, and we learn that this is this guy is a regular at Lloyd's. But because like based on the apartment building he's living in, whatever deal he made, it wasn't for cash. And Dean has another horny joke. Yeah. He yeah, who knows? Maybe this place is full of babes and princess lay bikinis. And he makes like the boob squeezing hand yeah. gesture. Yep. Why, Dean? For what? And and Sam does a does exasperated sigh. Yeah. <sighs> for what? For what purpose? They Why? get to Why? apartment four C and they see that there's black powder under the door. Dean's like, "What is this? Pepper?" <laughs> <laughs> he touches it and sticks it right up his nose. Yeah. <laughs> The door is pulled open suddenly, and there's an older man standing there. Um, He's like, who the hell are you? And they're like, are you George? And he's like, I don't mind anything. He tries to (laughs) shut the door. And Dean stops him with a, well, it looks like you went for the wrong shaker there. Usually when you're trying to keep out something evil, you go for the salt. (laughs) There's a long pause. He says, I don't know what you're talking about. And Dean pulls out the photo from the cross road box, and he's like, tell me you've seen that hellhound yet? And Sam's, like, uh, gonna be a little bit more diplomatic. And he's like, please, we just want to help. Five minutes of your time. And Dean's like, I'm gonna try to cause problems. (laughs) Inside the apartment, there's art, paintings, clutter, mortar and pestle, candles, all kinds of stuff all over the place. A skull, a pentagram symbol thing, various bottles, just stuff. A large pentagram on the floor, an altar, a large black kettle, and a black robe. A pointy hat, a broomstick. Hey, man! Three newts. This is a lizard fu- <laughs> tongue. Eyeballs. Have you ever watched Unsolved? No. Their dynamic as ghost hunters works great because one one is a skeptic and one believes in ghosts. Mm-hmm. Shane's the skeptic, and Ryan, you know, super believes in ghosts and is afraid of them. So they go to these haunted locations, and Shane's like, <laughs> like, come and get me, ghosts, and, okay. and Ryan's like, please do not. <laughs> But their personalities, Shane the Skeptic, is very much the weirder guy of the two. Wow. Ryan's just, like, a normal jock. Eh. Shane is very weird.
1: (laughs) It's like, you ever, like, want to, what was the one he said about eating a pickle in a lake?
0: Oh, there, I don't remember the context, but Shane was, like, like, there, it was something about, like, you know, if you were, like, a ghost or a demon or a monster or something. Trying to catch people in a lake. Mm-hmm. And Shane was like, Yeah, I'd eat, yeah, I'd like just like have a you know, there's just like a pickle floating in the lake. And Ryan's like, What the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, You what you would just eat a pickle floating in a lake? He's like, Yeah, if yeah. <laughs> it looks fresh. If it looks like a fresh pickle, <laughs> it looked like a fresh pickle floating in the lake. I think that'd be a good way to catch catch humans. And Ryan's like, What? <laughs> and it's I find it really funny that like low-key like fan theory is that Shane is a demon. <laughs> yeah. And that and that's one of the reasons things. I never find any ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> because, because he scares, scares them all away. away, and also he's like, he's like, hey, he's like <laughs> I'm a demon. <laughs> Get fucked, ghosts. <laughs> um. So George pours a drink for himself, and Sam asks what the stuff out front was, and George says it's goofer dust. I hope that's not a fence. <sighs> It's I in what I. Just the you know, a, just a couple minutes of research okay. could see. N- no, not offensive. Okay. It is use practice in traditional hoodoo, from what mm-hmm. I understand. It's a uses like a hexing material. It's usually harmful, not protective. Although it can be used protectively with some formulations. But again, I'm not an expert in hoodoo. I mm-hmm. don't know very much about it. And the supernatural matters and, 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 and there. And, and, and they most most well, certainly don't. Mm-hmm. And using it in such a way seems pretty. appropriate Appropriative, mm-hmm. but the way in which they were referring to its usage and like how it's made actually for the you know two minute Google I did seemed pretty accurate mm-hmm. okay but he said uh it's a hoodoo practice his grandmother taught him and yeah, it's the demons one. out yeah seemed unimpressed that they knew about salt and stuff but not about uh goofer dust
1: because they don't know they didn't know anything about a
0: Missouri her, her witchcraft stuff so. yeah yeah but D- Dean does it, he's got Dean's got a little posture in Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, we know a little bit about a lot of things, which is just enough to make us dangerous." And George does not seem impressed by no. him, no. so he gives them a bag of the goofer dust to, to to keep. Explains how his grandma taught him. And Dean's like, "Oh yes, we know about demons." And he's like, "You can keep that stuff. Maybe it'll do you some good." But you but you said five minutes, and now you have four left. Mm. And Sam's like, "Please, we we know you're in trouble." And Dean he's like, "He's like, yeah, that you got yourself into." Would you stop? Can you stop? Would um, you stop? The edit- side Would of the you room stop <laughs> will you stop it with that what part of this is funny to you then this george is like listen guys i know you're trying to help but so you but you can't help everybody and i don't really want your help and he's like i'm the one who called the demon in the first place and dean still is still being tag. <laughs> what'd you do that for <laughs> yeah he's still he's being he's being a little shit and throughout this whole scene george is getting drunker and drunker <laughs> you yeah. know mm-hmm. he's you know i he said i was weak he's like who who doesn't want to be remembered. Who doesn't want to, you know, be something great? He just never thought about the price. And (laughs) Dean's like, and what was that? (laughs) Was it worth it? Yeah. Jesus, Dean. And he's like, no, it wasn't worth it. I asked for talent. And I I should have asked for fame. I'm still broke and lonely. Just now I got piles of paintings nobody wants. But that wasn't the worst. Because when he summoned the demon, it didn't leave. He summons the demon and then it stays at Lloyd's for like a week making more deals. And trapping, you know, buying up more souls. He tried to warn the, the other people there. But who listens to to an old drunk? So, and Sam's like, okay, so how many are there? It's like, well, there was an architect, the dark doctor lady. Like, I kept up with them because they've been in the news. It's like, at least they got famous. Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, who else, George? Come on. He's like, oh yeah, there was one more. A, a nice guy. He was a nice guy. Hudson, Evan, something. So like, I don't know what he asked for doesn't matter now we're done for <laughs> and sam's like no we can save you we can do this this is our job he's like, there's I don't gotta want be it. a way he's like like the, you you what about this don't you understand look some people don't want to be saved it's like i called that thing i brought it on myself i brought it on them i'm going to hell one way or another all i want is to finish my last painting a day or two and i'm done i'm just trying to hold it off till then buy a little time and he's like he's like and you know your time's up And Sam's like, no, we can still help you. And he tells them to get out. And Sam's like, you don't want, you don't really want to die. He's like, oh, I don't. I'm tired. So the boys kind of share a look with each other and leave him to his last painting. We, Our next scene, we see there's a man working at his office desk. And he's startled by the sound of dogs barking. He goes to look out the window and then sort of startled again when his wife comes in. And she's like, are you spying on the neighbors? Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, I thought I saw someone in the yard. Um, and he asks her if she's ready to go.
1: She's like, you know, if I didn't know it better, I'd say, but you don't we at a house or something. Does- uh, no, of course not. I mean... You've barely seen your sister since she had the baby.
0: And, they you know, they had this, you know, nice little exchange. It was really... It was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. And she asks him what he's going to do all week- weekend. And there's this long pause where he's like, oh, um, not okay. much. I got some bills to pay. So he knows. Mm-hmm. He knows what's coming for him. Yeah. And there's another long pause where he just looks at her. He pulls her into a kiss and an embrace. And he tells her that he'll, he'll miss her. And he says, you know I love you, right? Forever. She's and like, she's like, are yes, okay? Like... <laughs> Uh, anything you want to tell me about? <laughs> yeah. of course. Evan, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Get going, you know. And she's like, okay, I'll call you when I get there. And he's like, okay, yeah, go. And she starts to walk away, but she's just like, hey, sweetie. She turns and her face twists horrifically, similar to how we saw <laughs> the hotel manager's face. And he's like, like in horror, looks at, looks on, and then it like snaps back to normal. And she's like, I love you too. And he's. Just horrified.
1: See, what was that, though? So, I was really confused. And, like, how he was wh- still there later and it didn't kill him?
0: Like... It doesn't happen immediately. You... When you Once you start to hear... The lore that they're starting to establish or trying to establish, I think that what they're trying to do is you start to hallucinate. Mm. The having, like, the hellhounds coming after you, mm-hmm. that fear and stress, like the like, the proximity of the hellhounds starts to make you like see horrific things i think is what they're trying to establish a little bit of the hellhound lore changes as we go through the show Mm so you you know go to commercial approach uh, the boys are approaching the house it's later that night Mm -hmm. um the subtitle said dog barking in distance but i did not hear a dog i heard crickets chirping Mm -hmm. (laughs) subtitle's messed up a couple times in this episode and boys you know, walk up, knock on the door, and Evan answers, mm-hmm. and the boys jump right in. No nonsense. Have you ever been to Lloyd's? And he's like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> he's like, no, and no, yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it would have been about ten years ago. No, <laughs> like, like, no, hello, no, just, just, you ever been to Lloyd's? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, hey, we're not demons. <laughs> D- 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 Dean's so aggressive when he's like, wait, so he's like, come on, we're not demons. <laughs> it's like that's that, something that's a, a demon would say. <laughs> So and they, Dean kicks down the door. Well, for Sam just looks at him like like you did anything di- else you want to try. But, and, and Dean's like, Mm-hmm, watch this." And kicks the door down. And poor Evan is like scrambling yeah. through his house looking for somewhere to hide. Goes back into his office, shuts the door. The boys come around the corner. And, and Dean's he,
1: about to kick the door down and again. Sam's he's just like, like, "No. What are do you, do you doing?
0: Know. Stop." And then he so he's like, the, it like, "It might let's... be unlocked." So <laughs> then he tries it, and it is. Like he's like <laughs> like like. <laughs> Like, what is up with you, bud? Slow your roll.
1: So they walk in. They're like, Evan, you here, bud? And he just pops
0: out from behind the corner. <laughs> he's like, don't hurt me. Have- and they're like, we're not good. Co- Sam. Sam.
1: <laughs> and yeah. I
0: think Dean's still undecided yeah. at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Dean's, yeah, Dean's
1: acting more like a rabid chihuahua.
0: <laughs> uh, Sam's like, we're not here to hurt you. We're here to help. Everybody calm down. <laughs> Dean is like D- Dean jumps in with a "We know all about the genius deal you made," and Evans like, "How do you know that?" <laughs> and Sam's like, "Doesn't matter. All that matters is we're gonna try to stop it." Evans like, "How do I know you're not lying?" Like, you don't really have any choice right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Dean's being difficult, mm-hmm. and Evans like, "Well, can can you stop it?" And Sam's like, "I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. We'll try." <laughs> but, but like who? But he does. He's like. Who are these people in my house? <gasps> no explanation. They don't introduce themselves. There's, they're, they're just, they're not, you know, they're not the FBI today. They're just, they're it's just two, two guys in street clothes who broke into this guy's house. No other explanations given. Dean, Evan's like, I don't, like, like, starting to like panic. He's like, I don't want to die. And Dean's like, well, of course you don't. Not now. And Sam's like, t- like, Can could you, you sh- Could you chill? It. Chill for a minute. Can you just shut up? for a second <laughs> and, and Dean just starts just starts to pick It's like what'd you ask for anyway Ev huh need uh, never need Viagra bowl perfect game what what do you need and Evan's like my wife my wife <laughs> it's a somber moment yes do, right. do you really want to go from Borat to <laughs> my wife is <has> cancer <laughs> <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and Dean takes the, the, you know, I'm saying it, he did it for his wife to, to mean he made a deal to get the girl. And Sam's like, what would you stop? <laughs> Not the time. And, and I was like, no, he's right. And I was like,
1: oh, oh, shoot. So he I was like, he did do it to get the girl.
0: Yeah. For a second, I was like, oh, oh, oh no. Oh. He's like, yeah, you're, no, you're right. Nobody twisted my arm. That woman or whatever she was, she said I could have anything I wanted. I thought she was nuts. But, I don't know, I was desperate. And Sam's like... Yeah, no, it sets it up, like, for a minute to be like, well, that's like, weird that's, and creepy. Yeah. You know, yeah. Weird way to say that. I was desperate, desperate. It's like, to have a woman <laughs> in my life. <laughs> like, mm. And Sam's like, please clarify, because this is getting creepy. Yeah. we Now we don't know if we want to help you. Yeah. And he, Evan explains, Julie was dying. And then there's a long pause. Oh. 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 And Dean's like, oh, and shit. And Dean's like, well, now I feel like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. You did it to save her? He's, but he says it, he, like, he doubles down. He yeah. says yeah. it almost, like, like accusatorily. Yeah. And he's like, she had cancer. They'd stopped treatment. They were moving her into hospice. They kept saying, matter of days. So, yeah, I made the deal, and i do it again. I have died for her on the spot. And there's another long pause.
1: It's like, do you ever think about her and all of
0: this? It's like, I did this for
1: her. It's like, you sure about that? I think you did it for yourself. And there's a bit of a pause. Dean's
0: like... So you wouldn't have to live So you wouldn't her. have to live without her. Guess what? She's going to have to live without you now. And he starts... We got some Jack Dean Joyce's... Mum, num, num, <laughs> num, 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 <laughs> in here. His voice... he's His voice has dropped and it's so soft. What if she knew how much it cost? What if she knew it cost your soul? How do you think she'd feel? And Sam's like, okay, that's enough. Okay. 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 Let's <laughs> not He's like, 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 he's like, so Dean you looks like between Dean yeah, he's, and Evan. Dean looks like he's about to lose it. <laughs>
1: yeah. Sam's like, okay, this isn't about him anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, he's and he reassures Evan that he's like, we're going to try to figure this out. It's okay. He and Dean go out into the hall and he's like, Hey, what's up, bud? You <laughs> <laughs> all right? Dean's like, what would I be? And he's like, hey, uh, I got an idea. You throw George's hood- hoodoo at that hellhound. Uh, keep it away from Evan as long as you can. I'm going to go summon the demon. Sam's like, Sam's like what? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> Surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh no,
1: I am not letting you summon a demon, especially the way that your head is right now. That's not
0: it. No. He's like, you know, he's. Uh, Dean's like I'm gonna try to buy us a little bit a little bit of time Um, It's not easy for those suckers to crawl their way back from hell and into the sunshine Sam's like no no way and Dean's like you're not allowed to say no unless you've got a better idea. And Sam, you know, keeps pushing and pushing and, you know, gets to, like, you know, the core of the issue. He's like, you've been on edge ever since the crossroads, and I think I know why. And Dean's like, no, I don't want to talk about this. And no. tries try still to walk away from the conversation. And Sam's like,
1: it's dad. You think maybe dad made one of those deals, huh? It's like, hey. Like, He's like, hey, I've been thinking it too.
0: Dean's face when, well, just falls. when, when Sam says dad, it breaks
1: but like whenever sam's like i know why you've been feeling this way literally every single time they have one of these conversations it's always it's about dad because every it, single it usually, time it
0: usually is yeah it and usually then they're is. always like
1: how did you know how did you know uh, how, <laughs> did, how did, did you know, know? um you just <laughs>
0: How I don't did you know? know. It because it, well, it's usually about John, because that's where most of their trauma stems from at this point. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. worry, they'll get some trauma variety in a bit. Good. <laughs> and then they can not talk about their feelings for other reasons. But yeah, for right now, anyway. I uh, just hate John. Yeah. yeah. For right for right now, um, this is the trauma that they've got to work with. I know. It sucks. It does. Um. I wish they could just, like, you know, be happy. then there wouldn't be a show there wouldn't be a show and we sort of get a line about that later we'll get there but sam's like yeah so yeah you think dad made one of these deals he's like i know you've been thinking it i've been thinking it and sammy getting a little emotional here he's he's getting a little little teary-eyed and choked up Mm -hmm. and dean you know slow nod sort of resigned it fits doesn't it um i'm alive dad's dead the yellow eyed demon was involved what if he did and his, the on the what if he did? It's so soft. There are tears in his eyes. Mm-hmm. It's like what if he struck a deal? My life for his soul. And then Evan from off screen is yeah. like, and like who hey, in uh, the buy hey, uh, Guys, I think it's here. And Dean's like, um, you know, wipes his eyes. Like keep him safe. I'm gonna go summon a demon. Goodbye! And, and <laughs> Save's like, what? No! no, no wait, wait. wait, 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 wait! And it's like, like too late, haha, <laughs> <laughs> can't be me! You'll have to catch me I... first. So we're at the crossroads, it's nighttime, and Dean puts his picture in the summoning box, buries it. Now, the subtitles say, and then, na- now, now we, we wait. wait. But I you didn't, didn't he say, say that. Anything. He didn't say mm. anything. It was just, it was just music. Yep. <laughs> his mouth didn't move. The I person know. writing the subtitles <laughs> was getting so bored. And now, now we, we, we wait. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what they expected him to say. He just didn't say it there. But, the the camera does the thing where it swings around and reveals that the demon's behind him, and, and it's a sexy lady. It's a, it's a sexy, some, yeah, sexy lady
1: wearing a sexy revealing dress, and he's like, oh ho ho,
0: <laughs> <laughs> ho ho ho, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. And it's a Christmas episode! <laughs> no. <laughs> and she, you know, starts, you know, sauntering over with their sexy lines. Why do they always have to do the weird sexy thing? Because you're evil, so you must be sexy. You get, if you're evil, you get a little sexy as a treat. <sighs> if you're evil, you get a little sexy, you get a little bisexual. <laughs> as a treat. As a treat. Mirror Universe did it first. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're, you know, you feeling a little, a little spicy, you might like, grow, grow, grow a goatee. Yeah. <laughs> just, just so people know that you're evil. <laughs> <laughs> they So they have, like, a little, like, like, ooh, flirty, sexy exchange, but she reveals that she's like, she knows all about him. She says, I know all about you, Dean Winchester, and lets her eyes go red. <clears throat> And he's like, oh. So, and then they kind of continue their little flirty exchange. Mm-hmm. And like, um so you know who I am?
1: She's like, I get the newsletter. And she's like, haha,
0: that's cute, I guess. Demon newsletter.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> <Well>, he says... <laughs> <laughs> <That I> just, <laughs> they're like, chicken email. Yeah. 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 Well, that's how I, I mean, I am, when she said that, I imagined it like the good place. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I guess so. Well, mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I mean, like... The architecture building, the, like the, uh, I mean, the bad place. Yes. How they have, like, offices and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. From my recollection of the bits of hell that we see in the show, it's more similar to Good Omens Hell. Okay. Which yeah. there's still some bureaucratic nonsense, but it's much grosser.
1: Yeah. Uh, don't lick the walls. <laughs> yeah, don't,
0: please don't lick the walls. <laughs> So, you know, flirty, flirty, and flirty, he flirty, says, flirty.
1: he says, maybe we should do this in my car, nice and private. And I was like,
0: like uh, Dean? Dean. Dean. Do- I was like, Dean! No. Dean, I think we've lost the plot, bud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, Dean! Dean, are you too distracted? Yeah. Day-care? But ha- you've been horny all
1: episode, what's going but, on, Like, bud? I'm like, has he not, I'm like, I mean, maybe he hasn't, like, had the chance to, like, let out some, like, sexual This is a bad idea. This is a bad
0: idea. Bad, bad. Idea. (laughs) He's like blinded by the fact that she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, he's like, I mean, like, my car's right over there. (laughs) Back at Evan's house, Sam is setting up the goofer dust. That would have been a funny parallel while they're, like, making
1: out and having a fun time in his car. They're, like, fighting off devil dogs and they're like, oh my god, someone help us! And he's just like, yeah! (laughs) All right! All
0: right! Having completely different evenings. Yeah. Yeah, Sam is, you know, lining the windows and doors with, uh, goofer dust and then Drawing a circle with it around uh, Around Evan And he's like, Evan, it's very important that we stay inside the circle <laughs> <laughs> And Evan's like I don't, this is weird, I don't know who you are I don't know who you are, I don't understand what you're doing you're, you're But do- I am think I'm gonna trust you yeah. I guess Because we've just been left alone here By your brother and the writers <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Back at the crossroads, they're still... They're walking over to the car. They're still mm-hmm. having their little flirty exchange. And Dean's like, oh, I was, you know, I was hoping to strike up a deal. Uh, he's he, he wants Evan Hudson released from his contract. And she's like, no, I can't that, do that. Non-negotiable. And Dean's like, I promise I'll make it worth your while. And she's like, oh, what are we offering? I and thought he was going to be like, the car. Me and you. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Right now. It's like, that's... And she gets off. She's like, you'd sacrifice your life for someone else? Like, father, Like, son. Yeah. In Dean's face. He's like, why'd you have to bring my dad into this, man? His like, lower lip quivers for a second. Yeah. yeah. As we Ooh. guess. Good. Oof. good. Thank you, Mr. Mister Jensen Ackles. <laughs> for the very sad acting. At Evan's house, Sam finishes setting everything up. Back at the crossroads, the demon starts taunting him about... She's like, oh, you you knew about your dad's deal, right? He traded his life for yours. She's like, I didn't do the deal myself, but I wish I had. Dean takes a moment Mm -hmm. to sort of collect himself before jerking open the car door and... Sort of trying to return to like the flirty atmosphere They just had and he's like after you and she's like oh you're such a gentleman And she goes to get in and she spots The devil's trap and under the car like, A devil's, devil's trap? trap? You've, You've gotta, gotta, gotta be kidding, kidding me. me And it's like Oh, snail! <laughs> uh, <Sam. laughs> Back at Evan's house, Evan can hear the growling. Sam can't.
1: This it's... is the same energy.
0: Oh, as uh, the Reaper. Yeah, face. he's like, where is it? Where what? is it? Where, where is it? Where? Where? Like, like right there. I can't, I can't see it. What? Like, we yeah, we know we that because s- we established you can't see it. In late as we go on, only people the hellhounds are after can see them. Mm-hmm. It's sort of implied here. Yeah. That that's what's going on. They're, they're yeah. not they're not incorporeal because we do see them. We do see them interact with the physical world, right? And they can't. So Sam does see the door moving. Yes, he sees it being pounded against, but he can't yes. see the actual hellhound. Yes, and like he would. Like he would have seen the the glass breaking yeah. in the motel room right. when it took the doctor lady. He would have seen the blood on the floor. He would have seen her clothes a scratch. Her, yeah, the, her clothes it. tear and a scratch appear in her leg. So they're not incorporeal, or at least not entirely. That they are invisible unless they are after you specifically. Implied here, but not really mm. established until later. So the, you know, there's the banging starts in the door. and... <laughs> Sam, it's like 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 is standing outside the circle at first when the barking starts, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then as soon as the banging on the door starts, he's like, well, and steps yeah. inside the circle. <laughs> like, like, I'm just gonna get in here with you. <laughs> Where it's safe. Yeah. It's like can, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna scooch in here. Scooch right here. <laughs> and Sam's like, "Just don't move. Mm-hmm. We'll be fine."
1: They should have like sit crisscross episodes.
0: I don't, yeah, I don't know why people are always, like, standing. standing and then doing this weird, like, wiggle as they turn around trying to face whatever's attacking them from outside the circle. Mm-hmm. Just sit and don't look. I don't know. Back at the crossroads. They should really use glitter
1: glue. Glitter glue? To make the salt stuff stay... Oh, you okay. oh. mean
0: put it down on the. Hey, why glitter glue? Why glitter? glitter glue specifically? <laughs> that's the only thing I glue Glitter glue's not as sticky exactly as regular glue. Gorilla
1: glue. Okay. Sh-
0: sure. I think that's what my brain. <laughs> that's what you were trying, glitter, trying to glittal, say, glittal, what you got. Glitter,
1: glitter, glitter glue. Gorilla
0: glue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back at the crossroads. The crossroad demon is angry. She slams the car door and starts advancing on Dean. It's like stupid, stupid. She's like I should rip you limb from limb. And Dean, Dean's, I'm. What's happening with Dean's emotions right now? Yeah. Take he, your best shot. But he he says it not like super like challenging and confrontational. Yeah. Almost like asking her to. Yeah. Like 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 not not like a like take your best shot confident like a like a tearful yeah mm-hmm, like please. <laughs> do. And she's like, no, you know what? I don't think so. I'm not going to put you out of your misery. And again, De- Dean's yeah, why not? Didn't come off like, like cocky, why challenging. challenging. Why it, was, it was like, it was like, oh man, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And this line right here, cause your misery is the whole point. It's too much fun to watch. <laughs> when I say supernatural is a tragedy, yeah. That line right there is one of the themes of the show. This this show is a tragedy. Because your misery is the whole point. It's too much fun to watch. Very meta line. Mhm. Very this is the writer's talking to the fans. Yeah. <laughs> and an early season for this sort of writing to appear. Please believe me when I when I tell you that this show is a tragedy. And mm. like I, like I mean that in like Yeah, it just gets worse from here. I I mean like we we all know how Macbeth and Hamlet end. No. I mean, everyone dies, right? Well, a tragedy is not—it—it uh, doesn't mean it's tragic if everybody dies. It's although a lot of people tend to you know die, die in those tragedies. I mean, like there there are literary Maybe themes that make it Romeo a tragedy. And
1: Juliet count as a tragedy.
0: Yes, Romeo and Juliet's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. In Romeo and Juliet, one of the things that makes it tragic is that the the miscommunication.
1: Yeah. And and like I the,
0: the miscommunication the, but... trope It's so annoying.
1: It, it, it really wasn't is. it wasn't
0: really a trope exactly back back then in yes. the same it is way. Now.
1: It is now <laughs> but because yes. of that.
0: Yeah. So the what that's one of the things that made it tragic was the odd... one of the things that makes it tragic is the audience knows something that the characters don't. Mm-hmm. And you have and you've the- <laughs> that's dramatic irony. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was there was some Bim Bam episode I think where uh, or no, maybe it was maybe it was the Avenger Zone, I can't remember. But Griffin said something and he was like, And that's dramatic irony And he's like, actually that's not what dramatic irony is. I don't know oh. what dramatic irony is. Oh, I get it. <laughs> and, 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 and yeah, it was the Avenger Zone, I think. And then he's like and Travis was like, Yeah, but that character that you're playing. Might not know what dramatic <laughs> irony is either. He's like, yeah, he just says shit like that to to sound important. What we one of the things that makes a tragedy a tragedy is you know the characters not knowing something, but the audience knowing something and and being unable to help them. But anyway, it's just this this line that this could be the tagline of Supernatural because your misery is the whole point. It's too so much, much fun, fun to, to watch. watch. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a line. That's gonna stick with me for the rest of the show, I think. And like, as 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 you know, fun and fun and funny as the show can be, sometimes, I do want to remind everyone: this is this is this show is tragic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the crossroad demon continues to taunt Dean, telling him about speaking aloud what is happening internally for Dean, talking about how. John died for him, how he sold his soul and like how that's got to hurt Dean. And she knows that 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 is all he ever thinks about. He wakes up and his first thought is that he can't do it anymore. She says, you're all lit up with pain. I mean, you loved him so much and it's all your fault. Lie. It's a lie. She's lying to him, but what she's doing is Speaking aloud what he what he is feeling internally, mm-hmm. and it looks like it is tearing him up. And she's just like th- thinks this is this is just delicious. It's so like you blew it. I could have given you what you needed. And he's like, oh, yeah, what do I need? And she's like, your father. I could have brought him back. Your loss. See you around. I wish you a nice long life. And she starts to leave. And Dean, he has a little face journey. Dean has a face journey. <laughs> and at this point, he's like backed himself up under like like a little water tower or something. I was going to mm-hmm. say gazebo. Or, but or, you know what? I, yeah. I
1: think it's a water it tower. Looks, I,
0: it could be a water <laughs> tower. And he sort of backs himself up under it. And he's like, hold on. And she stops, her face shrouded in shadow, and we can see her smile, which was that was a cool shot. Mm-hmm. Back at Evan's house, it's still here. <laughs> <laughs> the hellhound is still doing its thing. It suddenly stops, and Evan's like, "Is it over?" It continues from, like, the air vent grate, and then the grate flies off the wall. Mm-hmm. And Evan's like, oh, it's here! <laughs> it, it was kind of a weird cut from that to how... the, to yeah, the, the it scene keeps the on doing cro- that. The cutting back and forth isn't the weird part. This particular cut was weird. Yeah. Because it was, like, really loud to very quiet. Uh, with not... It wasn't a great tra- transition. It was kind of weird. The crossroad demon lady, she's like... You're, she's like, you're lucky like, yeah, I can't... I'm just like, I just... I have a soft spot for the whole kicked puppy look. And besides you, you didn't really call me here for Evan. You people don't, people aren't that, that selfless. You you called me because you want to make a deal. And Dean's like, want, like wants an assurance. Like, can you actually do it? Can you bring it back? And she's like, yeah, I can. Um, he'll, he'd come back just as he was, live a long natural life. Like he was meant to, I, I can promise that. And she, Promises Dean that she could give him 10 years, 10 long, good years with him. You could be a family again. John, Dean, and Sammy, the Winchester boys reunited. And she steps under the water tower with him. She's like... And we know, we know your dad is supposed to be alive and you are supposed to be dead. So we're just, there's nothing weird about this. We're just putting things back the way they're supposed to be. And then you get 10 extra years on top of that. That's a bonus. And Dean, right here, this is where I'm like, (laughs) this is the sort of mindset people go into when they see like a 70% off sale. Mm -hmm. It's like, I saved $200. It's like, no, you still spent a lot of money. Yeah. (laughs) You, You can't go into it with, like, I wasn't intending to buy that, but now I am, and so i saved money. It's like, no, you still spent the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dean steps away from her, out from under the gazebo water tower. <laughs> and he's like, do you think you could throw in a set of steak knives? And she's like, you know, this smart-ass I- self-defense mechanism of yours... And she tries to follow him and realize she's stuck. And she looks up and there is a devil's trap on the underside of the roof. And Dean's like, gotcha. Now <laughs> yeah, you're really trapped. That's gotta hurt. And she's like... She's like, this, like, 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 do not test me. Mm, let me out now. And he's like, yeah, we're going to make a little deal here first. You're going to let Evan go? He's like, then I'll let you go. And she's like, I can't break a binding contract. And he's like, mm, can't or won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, last chance. Going, going. Okay, gone. And he <laughs> pulls out the journal. We need our handy dandy. Notebook. Notebook. Nope. Right to do an exorcism. Um, back at Evans' house, the hellhound is still, ch- still running around them in circles. Scratches at the floor, and Sam and Evan are both like ah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we just came at me like the, it's like the same scene over and over yeah. again. Back at the crossroads, we start in on she's she, she starts like like mm, let's let's, let's think about this let's can, can, please can, can you not? And Dean's starts in on the exorcism, and then we have a voice over exorcism as we see the hellhound tearing stuff up at at Evan's house. It gets suddenly very windy at Evan's house. Mm-hmm. Pa- papers start blowing everywhere.
1: They're like oh no the circle.
0: Yeah, the wind starts blowing the goofer dust away.
1: It's broken. Oh no! (laughs) Our our circle! circle, It's it's broken.
0: broken! Oh no! Our table! It's broken! And when, you know, the circle gets broken, Sam and Evan take off to other parts of the house. And as the exorcism goes on, the crossroad demon starts to shudder. And then we get to a point in the, the exorcism, you know, the, the climax of it. The subtitle say, says release. release. It sounds like she says, wait. I'm not, <laughs> I heard release. You heard I release? Heard please. <laughs> Unclear. Paul is dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but the pounding on the door, the barking stops, and Sam and Evan have locked themselves in another room of the house, and it's very quiet, and they're sort of like panting breath. And then the cut from Sam and Evan are like standing in the quiet, waiting, mm-hmm. like their panting breath to the kiss, panting breath. I had no. Was very weird. Suddenly, Dean and the demon are making out. <sighs> I was like, Um okay, but it was like it was it was like panting breath to panting breath, yeah. and that was the transition, and I was like, whoa, 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 very okay. weird, and so. The crossroad demon seals the deal with a kiss with Dean. And Dean says, like, the hell was that for? Like, I usually like to be warned before I'm violated with demon tongue, which was a weird line. Yeah. I mean, maybe because she didn't ask for Well, kiss I mean, she didn't. Well, yeah, she definitely no. didn't. But it was kind of an interesting line from Dean. Yeah. So she's, you know, she's like, okay, the deal's done. Evan is free. He and his wife will live long lives. Oh, I know you're not lying. She's like, my, my word is my bond. Oh, really? (laughs) It's like, it is when I make a deal. It's the rules. That's the rules that I've just made up. So you got what you wanted. So now let me go. And Dean contemplates continuing with the exorcism. And she's like, oh, really? I'm the trustworthy one here? Are you serious? She's like, listen, if you renege on our deal and send me back to hell, I will come back and I'm going to shred Evan to pieces. That's Just the first thing on my list. And Dean just takes a moment before hopping up and tearing one of the boards down from the gazebo water tower. (laughs) (laughs) Releasing her. Breaking that sigil. And she, you know, comes out. And she's like, "Listen, if you hadn't pulled that, this this could have gone differently. But now you're gonna regret it." She's like, "If if if you knew like what was going on, where where your dad really is in hell, and what his what his whole situation is, the torture he's going through, the sounds he makes because he can't even scream." And she just she just like just, she just won't stop. She just starts in taunting Dean until he.
1: He's like, and then he's like, okay, yeah. How about I rethink sending you back to
0: hell? And then she's like, oh, never mind. And then just bye. like, uh, bye. bye. And, and smokes, smokes out, turn, turns into a smoke monster and leaves. Leaving the lady behind. How did I get here? Our sort of button on the episode. The boys are on the road there's blues on the radio. And Dean, or Sam is talking to Dean. He's like, listen, demons lie all the time. Yeah, maybe she was lying. And Dean's like, really? Yeah, come on. You, is that really what you think? And he's like, can't, He's very quiet. Like, how could he do it? And Sam's like, well, he did it for you. And he's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. How am I supposed to live with that? He's like, you know, the thought of him wherever he is right now. I mean, he spent his whole life chasing the yellow-eyed son of a bitch. He should have gone out fighting. That was supposed to be his legacy, not bargaining with the damn thing, not this. And Sam so Sam's trying to reason with Dean. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, how many people do you think dad saved in total? And Dean's like, "That's that's not the point of this. And Sam's like, Evan is safe because of what dad taught us. That's his legacy. We're still here. We have to keep going for him. And there's a pause and Dean's not looking at Sam.
1: And Sam's like, you never actually considered it.
0: Right. So, yeah. yeah. When you were trapping the demon, it was a trick, right? Dean turns the radio to rock music, and the the fade focus from the 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 cameras, um, like at the like the driver's side window, and it was focused on Sam when Sam asked that, and then it fade focused to Dean, and he sort of like looks down and at, kind of out the window a little bit away mm-hmm. from Sam, and just doesn't answer. It was that was very good.
1: Yeah.
0: Then as as Dean turns the radio on, we're back on Sam, and Sam realizes what Dean's non answer is. Yeah. And looks destroyed by that mm. knowledge. Like, gee, he looks very upset. Yeah. And then the car rooms away. And then instead of ending, yeah. we have a weird little promo. A little soon. Next time on Supernatural. Yeah. Soon. Uh, uh, and we get a little promo for the next couple episodes. It looks like our next couple episodes are going to be very action heavy. Lots yeah. of guns. Yeah, action sequence. Lots of, fun. like, car stunts. This is where most of the budget for the season went. It looks uh, <laughs> something about... An infection. Yeah, yeah. Some kind of like like the D- last of us, D- demonic mm-hmm. virus. Some some uh, virus situation. A lot of zombies. Guns, maybe? maybe zombies. Maybe infection stuff. Very exciting. Dean has a gun and kill someone, and he's like, "Sorry, it's what I have to do." And people are like, "No!" And bam, like, bam, a, bam, bam. Jumping out of windows. A lot of spinning around in the car. Yeah, we saw that a couple times. Yeah, um, and then the last little bit of the promo, little. T- yeah Sam and Dean finally talk about whatever it was John oh, yeah. told him next time on supernatural <laughs> it was a very like it was, it, was very, it was a very weird little promo because like soon the yeah, the, fire. the fire it was very weird all right and that's the end of the episode what do we think it was all right I was uh I liked that we got some um some lore hmm um some lore on hellhounds and well before that some lore on black dogs like hellhounds and then more on demons and we got the devil's trap used the little switcheroo almost where it was like mm-hmm. he they thought it was just gonna be the devil's trap under the car and then he led her into the real trap mm-hmm. yeah that was good yeah I remembered the scenes from the 30s about mm-hmm. this episode. That, that's right. that's what I remembered about this episode was the scenes from the 30s. L- very loosely remembered the vibe of Dean's conversation with the crossroad demon. Remembered all of, like, the crossroad imagery and stuff with the flowers and the digging up of the box and the stuff in the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the specifics of the episode and, like, the, the actual, like, monster hunting, monster of the week part of it. Didn't, didn't really remember that. Um, uh, I, I, I always enjoy a little bit of blues music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that was kind of nice a nice little change of pace from from our typical rock but yeah this is some lore that mostly sticks with us they change a couple things about hellhounds as we go but generally speaking hellhounds are invisible unless they're after you specifically they are kept out by like salt warding they can't cross salt lines are you know vicious you know monstrous creatures a little bit unclear in general In this episode, how they kill people, exactly what exactly happens. As the show progresses, basically, they they sort of settle on the physical bodies left behind. And they, like, maul the body and tear the soul out of it and and take it to hell. Yikes. Basically. A little bit of of sort of hand wavy in this episode about the specifics of that. Yeah. Crossroad demons. uh, Crossroad demons with red eyes. We get to see that. That was cool. Mm -hmm. A demon other than the couple with which we are familiar. But uh, all in all, okay. Okay. I think, episode, we got some plot stuff. So, coming up in the next couple episodes, we're going to get some more, like, actually, like, plot-heavy stuff. Nice. Which is very exciting. So, the next episode, season two, episode nine, Croatoan. a, A famous, famous supernatural episode, or start of an arc when sam has a vision of dean killing a young man who seems to be possessed by a demon the two brothers head to oregon to search for answers suitably vague mm-hmm. it, it's it's a it's it's, a, it's one of the big ones okay we, we got some plot coming nice so that's exciting so um if you haven't already checked us out on the the various podcasting apps and stuff we when we say we're available everywhere everywhere we really are available everywhere, everywhere. now we are yes. available on, on apple, apple podcast so if you give us a five. Star rating and leave a review we might read we've decided we might read your review live on the podcast yeah
1: my friend left a review emily she left amazing show-stopping spectacular never done before this is the funniest most interesting podcast ever created love you guys xoxo thank, thank
0: you <laughs> <laughs> thank you emily i don't believe you but thank you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's very, very sweet. <laughs> that is very sweet. Thanks. Though. Leave us a, a rate a five star rating, please, and a review. If you have any problems, just email us. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Do not leave mean reviews in Apple because that is mean. If it's, you have a problem, email yeah. us.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Be I, as I mean as you want in the emails. I haven't checked lately. Have has anyone emailed us uh uh, dreams. No. Email us your dreams too. Please email us
1: your dreams. I want to read your dreams.
0: <laughs> I want to read your dreams. Any sort, and you know, if you have anything, any comments or questions about the show, please do email us at threeigitspod@gmail.com. We'll 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 read them. Yep. Yeah. And we'll respond. Email us f- for real, seriously. E- email us, interact with us on social media. We'll get better about social media. I promise. We're working yeah, on it. Yeah. And leave us a five star rating and review on Apple. Please. We love, we love, in the future, I'm sure we will love hearing from our listeners. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you guys are going to talk to us. Our listeners.
0: We, we love our listeners. <laughs> we love our listeners. Please talk to us. And, hey, I was just checking our analytics the other day. You email us. Let it, let us know what country you're in because I'm not sure if it's just my one friend with a VPN or <laughs> if there's a, if we actually have a listener in Russia. So let us yeah. know. <laughs> hey, if we do have a listener in Russia. Hello. 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 See you next time for Season 2, Episode 9, Croatoan. Until then, I've been a host, Margaret. I've been a host, Patricia. And I've been another host, Bridget. And we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 thanks to pixabay user the laces music dude for the use of their song bruck music as our theme music and special thanks to our dad our first sponsor thanks dad you can find us at three pod on most of the internet and get in touch with us by emailing three Igits pod at gmail.com thanks for listening and we'll see you next time